And we are live. Welcome back to On the King's Dime. It is Tuesday night, the 2nd of March. The NBL Cup is in full swing. It's all happening. We've got another couple of games to discuss. Uh, it's Groundhog Day, another win and another loss. Uh, the NBL Cup is in full swing. Uh, but as always, yeah, you can like and subscribe. We are on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We are also on iTunes, no, Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify as well too. Our, our, our little free app thing goes out to Spotify. So if you're on Spotify, then make sure you get onto that and subscribe to us if you want to listen to us in audio form. Uh, I think that, I don't think there's anything else really to plug. We haven't done any videos. Oh, shout out! I, my hard drive crashed, and I pretty much lost everything. So I have to remake all like the the lists, the the three two ones. It's like oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, that's fun. There won't be any videos for a while because I'm not gonna have to rebuild all those templates again. Super fun stuff. Uh, yeah, so pour your heart out and cry a little bit and get on with the uh, get on with the salt. Uh, but yeah, this this New Zealand Breakers game to start off round seven, a uh, a Breakers game where again we had a game where we didn't start all that well. It was a bit of a, a bit of a struggle to start with. They just yeah, they we just played down to their you know terrible level, mm, terrible it, level. It had that shades of just no, we're not going to do this again. It's the Breakers again, like God. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a bit of a struggler of a start. Um, and then in that second quarter, we kind of put the clamps on them. I think we held them to six yeah. points. That was the most hilarious quarter of non-offense that I've ever seen. Oh, that, the game was just absurd. It was an absurd game. I, I finished watching that game and I just went, what the hell was that? That was just all over the place. It didn't make any sense. I think Ty Webster and Corey Webster combined for 30, 46 of their points, 46 out of 78 points. So does Jordan Hunter just kept scoring every time he was like near the ball? Yeah, nine for nine on the night. What a night. And then goes out after midweek in that ridiculous outfit. <laughs> that was just crazy. Moo. Moo. Um, but yeah, a, a game where, you know, the breakers, it's, it's, they're, not, they're not the worst team, right? I think they're, they they're bottom for a reason. Okay, they are the worst team. But, like, as a team, like, they're not horrible. Like, you don't watch them and go, you know, this, this is not an awful team. Like, that Hawks team last year, like, you watch that team, you just go, what, what is this? Like, this doesn't even make sense. Like, I think this Breakers team has got, like, the makings of something decent. You know, the Webster brothers, if they can give up the ball for a little bit and get guys involved, but they don't really do that. Abercrombie's a little bit old. Um, Iverson couldn't stay on the floor, fouled out. <laughs> <laughs> he could not stay on the floor. And then that's a kind of a worry when, you, when you're up against Geordie and you're fouling out or you're struggling. It's just a little bit like, ooh, like, you know. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, what's, what's going on in your life well, that you're here struggling against Geordie, mate? Rob Lowe apparently is home injured. So yeah. He's back in New Zealand. New Zealand has um, gone home, yep. So they're really down to like no big men. They're, they're, really, they're really missing an import. They're missing like a class import player which they're kind of just a ragtag bunch of like new zealand or nbl one players really like mm. without you know a couple of good glue imports holding the team together last year they had scotty hobson this year you know lamar patterson who's injured for a long period of time not that he's been in mm. any kind of real form anyway but 
Iverson is, you know, a big dude and he, he's played well in stretches, but, you know, he, they need more scorers. It just seems like unless, you know, you, you, you're moving the ball well, then it's kind of it. So, and you, they're playing all their games away from home, which, I, I mean, is, is pretty hard to do as well. But I kind of feel like they're just making up the numbers this year. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. Like, if you, if you look at that Ty Webster-Corey Webster combo, it's a pretty good combo. And if you could put together a team around that, it, it'd probably be a bit of a pretty good team, but those two need the ball so much. Like it's just, mm. it's, I'm going to take a shot. Okay. I'm going to take a shot now. <laughs> you got the ball. Oh, I'll take a shot. Yeah. Okay. I'll take a shot. Um, you know, and Delaney's not the worst player. He played 37 minutes in this game, eight points. Like he can knock down a shot, you know, get to the hoop a little bit. And even he as a player is kind of in this team, just going, oh, I'll just stand over here then boys. Yeah. Okay. You just sort it out amongst yourselves. Um, and then Abercrombie has got to be the oldest player on that team, maybe Weeksy. I'm just going to look up how old Abercrombie I'm sure Abercrombie is near 40. Um, and it's, yeah, it's, it's a mess of a team, really. I think I don't know what you could really um, do for that team. Uh, 87, what's that? That's, wow, that's not even, not even as old as 33, wow. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a rough team. It's uh yeah, not there. Not there um, just just a quick pivot. Leonard Copeland's commentary. Did I watch this with? I don't know if I watched this with sound. Nah, it's it was like, a it was a strange accent that I was hearing, and I was like, "I wonder who that is." Like that's and then you know it kind of goes to go. Oh, it might have been the Melbourne game actually, but. It, yeah, it goes to him, Gaze, and he's got a, actually really good chemistry with Gaze on on air. Like they are like giving each other like smack talk on each other and stuff, and he's like, you know, Gazy takes thirty seven shots a game. Of course, he's going to be the leading scorer of the league. <laughs> so that, that was pretty good. But yeah, it was interesting to hear a new voice. I don't know, I'm yeah. a bit, you know, the commentary teams are a bit, a little bit stale for me. I like Gazy. He's just kind of like he's like the Steve Irwin of Australian basketball. Mm. So awkward and just terrible. But um, Corey Homicide is just let's just be stereotypical for forty minutes a night. Mm. No. Like like Hooper, stereotypical Hooper commentary. Yeah, 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 it's not it's, my thing. Nah. Um, and the main guy who I can, his name I can never remember. Um, oh, r- random dude who's never played basketball in his life. Yeah, it, it always just reminds me of Brenton Speed from the football. <laughs> just like the guy that you don't even know who he is. It's just a voice, and when you hear that voice, you're going, "Oh yeah, I know that voice." And um, he, he is actually like the culprit of a lot of the um, Vodanovich misdiagnosis as well. <laughs> He's, and, and the Dengs last year, he had a few Dengs as well, misdiagnosis. But, yeah, I, I thought it was interesting. They, they told some good stories. It's a, such a hard, um, it's a hard game to call because really a lot of the game itself forces the play to go quickly. Like, you know, reviews are quick, like out of timeouts are quick, this is quick, that's quick. Like, whereas in the NBA, they get time to just tell stories. You know, when I was playing with Shaq, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, like, yeah. in this, it's halftime, you get, like, five minutes to have a chat about stuff. And if you – like, I don't watch halftime usually. I just happened to catch this halftime in the Melbourne game, you know, and he was telling some funny stories about Gazy. And then, you know, I, I thought it was – I thought it was decent. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah you, don't, you didn't hear it? I didn't listen to the commentary for these two games because mm-hmm. – one, usually it's boring, and two, I have to watch it during the time when everyone else is watching TV or having dinner, so it's kind of like, well, keep the noise down. Yeah. Why have you got headphones here? Yeah. I can hear it through no. your headphones. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was, that was interesting. Uh, on to the Kings' performances. Geordie Hunter, obviously, the uh, man of the night, 24 points. Uh, okay. DJ again, 
going to levels where you're just like, wow, like he, I think if he puts all of this together as a package, I think he, he could very well go to the G League and possibly even to the NBA. He's um, from a scoring perspective, he's kind of got, he's a triple threat for a guard. You know, usually they you know, can get to the hoop. He's so quick that, you know, in this Melbourne game, some of those blow bys Jock Landau, he's like, hey, that's just going to, mm. you know, he can really clear out a team, go one-on-one and get to the cup much more effectively than Diddy, which is, is surprising. Yeah, Diddy's so long though. Yeah. He's, he looks so long and slow. Like, and he, he doesn't have the, um, like, the, the Luka Doncic style slow game. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he looks like a guy that wants to be quick, wants to be powerful, but, like, he doesn't know how to slow himself down and use his craft and skill to finish. Um, what did he have in this game? Four points, a bit of an average. A couple of slips too, decals. That's what I want to talk about at, yeah, at the start, but I didn't write it down, man. Two, What's like, that, bad yeah. slips. Even um, Webster slipped on the exact same spot, you know? It's crazy. Need, need, a, bit of, need a bit of ribbing. Need some rib- ribbing. <laughs> okay. Um, surely, surely they can get some, pay for some software, just hi- superimpose them on the court. Yeah, I don't know. No. Maybe people at the game, do they want to see that? No, not really. Um, I have a feeling that the, the league itself actually pays the sponsors. Uh, how to explain that properly when I really don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm pretty sure the league itself wants those decals there as part of the sponsorship. Like, it's not like a team goes, oh, well, you know, we can just rip them up when we want to. I think they have to be there no, as part yes, of the league. Yeah. It's league part of sanctions. the league ownership. Yeah. yeah, it's the league ownership. Tell tell they essentially dish out money to the teams and pay for things mm. via the TV rights and sponsorships because – yeah, it's a little bit different to other other sports around the world, but um. So sure, like in the wood, surely in the wooden floor we can get like painting and lacquer or something like. Yeah, I don't know. You'd have to ingrain it in the wood, and yeah, I don't think that that's gonna work. Mm. I don't know. There's, there's. It seems to have been an issue for a couple of seasons now. It's gonna lead to a, bat, a knee blow out of some kind. Yeah. And a, and a career-ending injury, and then I think the league will be put to the test on that. But I also think that, you know, in this great time of no no one can attend games, it's pretty hard to not have a bit of extra dollars thrown mm. into the league just True. because. So it's kind of a, you know, lesser of two evils, really. Do we have a league and have some decals, or do we not have a league and no decals? <laughs> I'd prefer them not to get injured, to be honest. Um, and then it, I'd prefer SBS not to be tweeting out Oh, Diddy got his ankles broken, and then in the in the shot, it's just him yeah, slipping just like, on the logo. You're like, "What are you doing? Do you even know how to cover this sport properly? <laughs> like what?" Um, but yeah, Diddy. Let's talk about him. A little bit of a struggle that you know you put together a couple of good performances in the last round, and you kind of ooh, he's back the th- the three ball shooting the three ball quite well, um, and it feels now as though that three ball's you know in a in a state of don't trust it. Not not 100% happy with it. It seems like the more minutes he plays, the better he gets. And I think he's struggling in these rotations. <coughs> That's my my view on it. Mm. Sorry. He's, he's brought you to a closed throat. <laughs> COVID. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that um, he does play better in when he's left on the floor a little bit longer um, in different rotations. Is Some of these rotations are more so in the Melbourne. I mean... The Breakers game is what it is, and it was kind of over after half time. But um, this Melbourne game, some of the rotations were quite interesting for the wrong reasons. It felt like things were a bit short, sharp, and in some instances, kick it was left without a rebounding partner. Like you can't play four small guards and kick it because it doesn't work. Like mm. he needs. He did, he did that in the Breakers game too. 
There was a couple of stretches yeah. where you're just like, why is Kicker the only big out here, man? This doesn't make sense. You, you, you need Moller on the on the if you're gonna have Kicker on the court because Kicker is six foot ten but jumps five foot three. Like he can't jump. It's physically <laughs> impossible for him to. No, it is, man. Have it's, you not seen it? Yeah, it's there's got to be like MythBusters has got to get on that somehow. <laughs> he like contracts in time and space. <laughs> Maybe he's like an anti gravity device. Yeah, that could be he could power at. power the world after he retires. Like you know, great player and. It's 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 very hard for him on the floor if there's not a, another big setting him a screen to get open and shoot as well. It's kind of like he it has to be just a breakdown on rotation for him to get open for a three. So that was a weird kind of not playing Moller with Kickett, I think is a big no-no in rotations. And I didn't see a lot of Moller in that Melbourne game. And we needed Moller in that Melbourne game. We needed someone to crash the glass effectively when um Newley was off the floor and, and Didi was off the floor. So that's a bit of a worry. The other worry as well is leaving DJ out in stretches where you're just like, let's dial up DJ offense. Like mm. this is, you know, this is not not great. I mean, you didn't really have to worry about that in, in the Breakers game, but in that Melbourne game, the last four minutes, just like, where, where, the, where the hell is DJ? Like, mm. what, why? It's, it's not like he's not playing, you know, he's playing averaging, I think, around 30, 32 minutes a game-ish. Mm. So, and it's not like you're sitting there going, wow, we're overplaying him here. Like, it just seems to be in these stretches where you're just like, okay, we need to get DJ in here. Like, there's four minutes, five minutes to go. Why is he not on the court here? Like, mm. can we can we get him back on the court? And that's like, it's not necessarily the amount of minutes he's playing or what's happening. It just seems to be forty sticking to these rotations. I'm talking about it in the halftime. He's sticking to these rotations where like he gets stuck off the court for these stretches. Yeah. And I don't know, like we saw how I think it was the Adelaide game where he basically asked to come out. And I don't know, like, as a coach, do you kind of, or like, if, if we're fans thinking about it, looking at how a coach is coaching, do you go, oh, does that give you a tell of like, well, oh, maybe we don't play him in big stretches or maybe you're reluctant to kind of leave him out there? Like I noticed, like you said, he's, he likes to just leave Diddy out there. I think he was out for a full quarter um, against Perth in the, in the last quarter. I'm pretty sure he played that entire last quarter. And that's where you go, oh, Diddy's, you know, having an impact on this game. He's playing in large stretches. Um, DJ against Perth played the full third as well. And then Diddy played, yeah, the full fourth. So this, I think there's some tweaks there to that, you know, there's, and also some mistakes, like not, not like you're stuffing it up here, 40, like, but I think he's got some weird things going on there. I don't know how to explain it. I think he's looking more of that veteran presence with Bruce on the floor and like in, in long stretches towards the end, like where and Bruce, I mean, Bruce did have a good game against Melbourne. Mm. Really good game. Um, Seventeen points, four of eight from the field, three of six from three. So he he opened with a, like a great bucket. One of those yes. ones where they went down and just whoo, okay, Shawnee, it's nice. Like want to see more of that. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing is how do you put your best kind of four scoring players in stretches on the floor at the same time when you're really lacking at that five position and can just get dominated at power forward. I mean, Joel Lowell Achul. Junior, he's such a good <laughs> just player. Just throw, throw in that junior. Make sure you throw that in. You got to you got to throw in the junior. Otherwise, <laughs> you might be thinking about his fifty year old father. But um, yeah, he's such a good player, and that's the problem. Like you're having Landau and him on the floor at the same time, you're just going to get absolutely munted on the offensive glass. And so you've got to score. 
you got to shoot better. Um, and you're stuck in, in kind of this guard space where we've got mm. too many good guards having good games and needed out at, in long stretches. And it's just like, who the hell do we throw out on the floor? Mm. Um, you've got to throw Casper Ware out. Or Bruce is having a great game. DJ's having a good game. Oh, no, we can't throw DJ out because then we're going to be short defensively. So we've got to throw Didi out there because he's length and he's a, probably the best defensive guard on our team. So then you're you're stuck in these stretches where you just we've got to go to Casper, we've got to go to Casper, we've mm. got to go to Casper, um, and I think in those stretches maybe you, you've got to take uh, I don't know what the right answer is there, man, but you've got to you've got to get DJ involved a little bit more because I th- I feel like towards the end his three ball is is definitely more lethal um, in in stretches and especially in defensive breakdowns, which is what yeah. you see in the last two minutes. You don't see a lot of successful set plays it's scrappy there's defensive breakdowns there's offensive breakdowns and it seems like dj's much more adept at scoring in those offensive breakdowns than casper is Mm. um so it'd be better to have him out on the floor or you know i think i I, I didn't see anything in that melbourne game that made me think oh we lost this i just think we took a bad shot on the final play when really we probably should have had a timeout if did we have a timeout though? That's the thing. Like, we I think we did have a timeout. I think he blew that timeout on that stupid review. Um, and I, I'm pretty sure when I was watching, Casper was going like, no, no, don't challenge. I fouled him straight away on the telecast. They're, they're sort of going, that's definitely not a foul. That's a great review. And I, and then the first replay you could see he grabbed his arm and he was just like, yeah. oh yeah, that's a foul. They're not going to overturn this for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think that was in the third. He blew that one, but he he did say in the post game like he, there was some messing around of the timeouts and the management of that, and he took he, he like took responsibility for that, and that's kind of understandable. But this rotational thing isn't like a spur of the moment coaching thing. It's not a. Um, it's kind of a gazy kind of. It's it's just sticking to that and not having a feel for the game. Like I don't know whether like you know to to say that. And then to look, maybe we haven't looked at the rest of the games in depth to, to kind of see, is he doing this like all the time? I feel like he's doing it all the time. Like I feel like in some games you look at these lineups and you're just going, what is this lineup doing on the floor? Like this doesn't make any sense. Well, now. I think also we've had a lot of ins and outs and therefore the lineups have changed mm. quite dramatically. But like I said, I think I said a few episodes ago, you, you can't see kick it out on the floor with anyone other than Moller. Mm. He just shouldn't be on the floor because kick it's a stretch five. You need someone there who's going to crash the glass. Without Moller on the floor, you're essentially just going to lose all your second chance points and they're going to grab offensive boards and you're going to be stuffed. You know what I mean? Last mm. year it was kick it and Cooks. Cooks was that kind of offensive and defensive rebounder who could also finish. Yeah, Moller's not been offensively great, but he's a fantastic, um, you know, rebounding power forward. And so... You know, when Geordie's out there, you don't need him on the floor as much and you can play a much faster, smaller lineup that shoots the ball more often. But when Kickett's on the floor, there's no defense. Hmm. Like, we just get exploited. And you, you've got two good bigs in Landell and Luala Chua, and that's just going to make it so much worse hmm. in the long run and coming down the end of the stretch of the game um, on the second chance points and also being able to grab those boards. So I don't know why we're seeing that in long stretches. And it seems like that got exploited quite a lot in this game, this Melbourne game. So did you think Landau had a good game? Not overly, no. It was a, it was a good game. It wasn't a, like it wasn't, a, oh, wow. Like it wasn't a Mooney performance from the other night. We were just like, that, that no. was ridiculous, like what he did. <laughs> um, I thought we, we did a few things. Like we did enough to this Melbourne team. So if that we had to come away with like a six point lead, you would have gone. You know, we did we did a few good things to them defensively. That was pretty good. 
like down the stretch of that game, to to go back to your point about how we we kind of lost it, like there were some bad breakdowns. There was one where Landau was just like wide open under yeah. the basket and he got that pass and Newley tries to come over and he's just like, what the hell is everyone doing? Tries to, And then I think he dunked all over kick it on that one maybe. Um, but there were a couple of like breakdowns and then, you know, okay, you bet on Shea Ely to hit a shot. Like what was he? Uh, four of six from three. Like, you know, he, he's not a great three-point shooter and you probably just go, yeah, okay, he shot the lights out. He copped that one. Um, and then Hobson as well. It, how much does night. he just stick out in that team where you're just like, what yeah. is what is the point of view on this team? There's, he's, he's he's perfect on the break. He's just like, and everyone else is crap. Get out of Scotty Hobson's way. And mm. he's going one-on-one. It seems like he, he, unless you clear out, he doesn't really do with his high weave quite well. Mm. He kind of needs kind of pin pin screens and, um, you know, getting into, into close areas with guys clearing out. Mm. And there's just not enough spacing in this Melbourne team. Mm in order for him to be successful. Uh, I look, I think that was a very winnable game. It was just a, a really silly last shot. Again. Yeah. Again. So, it, so again, like, you know, that, that Landau, that Binjus two at the end that he got, there was a Hobson two where we, we switched everything out and one, he had one-on-one of Bruce and you're just like, what? What are we doing here, boys? Like, how did how did you let this whole whole position? And at the it's just a foul line jumper. And okay, Hobson's not playing great, and you're going, yeah, okay, I'd live with that maybe. And or an Ely three, you kind of live with that. But at the same time, like these these plays and the way we we play these uh, the way we play defense and let them kind of get these twos was keeping him in it. I think even in the third quarter, there was these stretches of where. These these breakdowns and this bad defense, Shawnee, like the, their go-ahead basket was Bruce didn't close out on a three and he had so much time to just shoot the three and mm. you're just like, Shawnee, like, come on, man. Like, we've got we to, gotta, you know, make them work for their points. But I think defensively we were pretty solid. Um, we restricted them. I, I think there were some things in this game where you could go, okay, if we work on these, I think we've got a little bit of a, a, a platform here to maybe come back and beat Melbourne. You've got to think also it's in Melbourne too. And yep. a nice segue into man, like that refereeing was some. There was some pretty, pretty sus stuff. Just some of the offensive fouls called against uh, Yaba. What is it like? Uh, no, Utah Baba. Utah Baba. Yeah. That's it. Just like he's clearly moving, clearly in his way, and clearly it's a blocking foul. Mm. Going just sideways, like, like leaning. Yeah, it's just, just like what? I hate the. I you. Know, I say it every time. I hate those ones. Like. And it's I good, like it's not good defense. No, I hate it too. Like, and I, I've seen people get injured trying to do that, just throwing their body at things, and then everyone goes, "Oh, you know, tough guy," and you're just like, "No, it's just bad defense." Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, you got injured because you play bad defense. Like, stop just throwing your body in front of things. If you, you know, you've got to like you use your footwork. If you get beaten and you know you're beaten, you kind of try and use your footwork to stay with your guy and just accept that. But I hate guys. And Shay Ely throwing his throwing himself at Newley's legs. You're just like, yeah. I hate that guy, man. I can't stand the way he plays. Like, and that was like, I, I watched that live and just went, "Oh my god!" Like that could have been like Newley's ankle just got kind of snapped if he had if he had been planted there. Like, just like I hate that man. Um, and Mitch McCarron, like every time Casper brought the ball up, Mitch McCarron would just go straight into him and bump him off. And straight away, they they gave two fouls. Two, or one was on Casper, I think, and one was on Bruce. And every time we brought the ball up, they would do that and they just didn't call it. And I'm just going like, 
can can we get a call? Like any call. And he, he finished the game on no fouls. I can't believe he him and uh, Ely, no fouls. Uh, McDaniel, I thought McDaniel played actually quite well defensively. He's actually a solid little, solid little mm. dude. Um, but I just couldn't believe they those two. And then they're, they're sort of saying throughout the game, oh, I, I thought this game was, you know, called pretty well. And then the little graphic pops up and it's how both our guards are on four fouls each. And you're just like... How is this game called well? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, what What are you talking about? Their guards have no fouls and both of our, like, two of our better guard defenders have four fouls each. Like, this doesn't make any sense at all. Um, I, I get Hunter. Like, Hunter, he just, I look, he didn't play well. He, he gave that ball away at the end. I also feel like he gets the raw end of the stick and Tommy V also gets the raw end of the stick on some of these calls where... Um, that's too much hustle. And he's just like, yeah, but they're not great players, man. Like, let them hustle a little bit. Like, okay, they're not superstars, Like, but chill. Like, we don't need to call, like, four fouls in quick succession. Um, oh, hustle plays. No, we're not having hustle plays out here. And it's like, geez, like, are we really – do we really need to give them fouls quick? Um, yes, we do, Ben. Yes, yeah, we do. okay, sure. But, yeah, I thought – no, I thought this was a, a lot of home cooking in this game. And those, those two um, bang-bang plays, the two charges – we're part of that where it's like, okay, you're, yeah, that, that was that was ridiculous. You're calling this game all over the place. You can't then just turn around and just go charge, charge, like yeah. And you're just like, no, that's not how this game's been ref the entire time. Like, let's let's not do that. What about? Did you see that three second violation as well? Yeah. Where, um, <laughs> to, like, it was like right on it, Tommy V. Tommy V, you can't have three seconds in the key. Bang, like three second violation. And there was one on a dunk where they were they were in the key, Luala Chul and Landau. And it was two sets of three seconds. Like yeah. he had the ball once and it was three seconds and then he, he missed a layup. He had it again and it was three seconds. And I'm just going like, what? Like how does this doesn't make any sense? So I thought, yeah, it's a bit, a bit. I just I hate that none of our guys are allowed to hustle at all. Any hustle is just met with, no, fouls. You get four fouls and you have to sit. Or, you know, 2,000 quick succession, you have to sit. And then you kind of watch these other teams and you're just going like, some of these performances these other team, the other guys are having on other teams, you're just like, if you call the game properly, they probably would have just sat with two fouls like some of our guys are having to do in these stretches. Yeah, like yeah. I, that's the one thing that's just annoying me at the moment. I'm just like that Mooney performance the other night, you know, he probably gets two fouls if that's game's ref properly. Uh, Landau probably fouls out. Look, he probably should have fouled out if they didn't have the review system. He fouls out of that game. Yeah. Um, and, okay, one or two of those were, you know, a little bit sus. I'm happy to go, yeah, a couple, a couple of sus fouls. But yeah, I think they're a bit out of control again, and it's. I, do you like the review system? Review system. Um, I kind of like it. Yeah, I do. I, I do. I like it for out. I think you know tips are, are good. I, I look fouls is kind of like well, how much contact is too much contact? Well, you're going to call that, then you're going to call that down the other end, which mm. they don't. So it kind of feels like yeah, but then you know Casper just goes getting hacked, and she's like mm. no review. And uh, there's a lot it. of this going on now. Yeah. Where like a guy like passes it straight out into the crowd and then goes, no, let's have a look at that. Let's have a look at that. And he's like, can we just play the game? What the hell? We don't need, <laughs> need dudes twirling every three seconds. Like just let the refs call it. Um, it's no twirling. The the coaches review. What about the coaches review in this NBL like Cup? I, I like, like it. That. I like it. I think mm. they should. I think they should keep that into the season. Like the NBA, there's got to be one play game. You just call it out and just be like, no, that's bullshit. That's a big part of the game. I think it works even more in NBL as well because there is less fouls. Mm. And so, you know, that maybe that's your, your big that, you know, is five minutes to go and 
they've got a dodgy call and you call it and potentially could get overturned. I think mm. that's a good system to have. It's got to be strategically used, but I still think it's a good system to have. They used it pretty well, obviously, to stop Landau from getting that fifth foul. Yeah. Uh, it was, I think it was his fourth foul at the time. But ultimately, at the end, he ended up on four fouls. So that, like overturning that basically was him staying on the court. I like their combo. That was a pretty good combo. And I, I like the fact that we kind of defended it quite well. Like Jordy kind of chubbed him out. Um, but ultimately, like I think Landau's probably one of the best bigs in the league at the moment. And Luala Chul, while probably not in that superstar type category, I think he's still quite uh, like he's just got the height and the the scariness to alter shots as well as if you kind of want to throw two guys at a small lineup, you're just like, yep, yeah, I think he'll get a few more dunks and some um, some like alley oops and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it was a struggler of a struggler of a third and fourth. Uh, what did we have? Twenty eight to start the game. Started really well. Like it was a game where it was like, ooh, this is this is a good start. And then we just we've seen it before where in the second and third, we just can't score the ball. And we 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 don't have a right, he here's easy offense. Like we you could just run Boga in those um double high action where he just cuts to the hoop and you're just like, oh, every time he's open, like there, there's a bucket. <laughs> and that stops momentum, gets us back in the game, and you you start feeling like as a like as a fan, but as like vicariously for the players, you start to feel like that was a bucket that gets us going again. Okay, you know, yep. we can get more buckets. We can score the ball here. Um, and, and some of these scoring ruts kind of coincide with DJ coming out in and out of the game. Um, I'd, yeah, I'd like to see him be allowed to stay out there if he's scoring the ball in rhythm. Yeah, maybe Casper come out, but again, he's, it's his first year, so we've said it before. It's like he, he, he's playing like he's a third year guy. Dude, he's playing like he's an MVP candidate. Let's be real. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Maybe not well, MVP, I'm, but he definitely well, is like a, one of the better players in the league. But you got to remember yes. he's a rookie too. So you kind of have to accept that maybe if you're managing him, like uh, maybe I'm trying to think of it like how, like we maybe didn't know how good he'd be. So you kind of got to manage him like that yeah. rather than go third year player. So he definitely gets 32 minutes every game here and here and make sure like he's out there for scoring runs, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, he, he had a good game. Just looking through 22 points. Uh, Shawnee Bruce, 17 points. So he three of six from three, his three ball came back a little bit. Uh, looked good. He had three assists and then Casper Ware, 21 points. Another pretty solid game. Yeah, solid. Casper, Casper, solid. Casper. It was it was in that vein of how he's been playing recently, and yes, again <laughs> pulled out like the three the three layups to get us back in the game. And you're like, yes, and just pulled that out for the fourth time. And I watched that again, and he's it's wide open. There's no they got no shot blocker. Landau's up guarding up on the perimeter. There's no one at home, and I'm just like, why did you pull up? And like I said on Facebook, like. He plays two good games and you're like, he's back, he's great. And then he does something like this again and you're just like, and there goes his credit and everyone's going to hate him again. Why is he in the team? This is a disgrace. I hate him. And then, you know, two good games. Oh, yeah, Casper's great. It's been an up and down ride this season. Um, but again, we're 0-3 on late game situations where I think one game we were down three. I think the Hawks game we were down three. The Taipans game we were down two. This game we were down one. We've taken a three on all three of those of the Casper and he's missed yeah. all three and it's like yeah, that's that's telling you something, isn't it? Oh, it's pain it's painful, man. It's how good would that have been if you just drove in and scored the ball? It's yes. it's 
yeah, I don't know. And timeout, taking the timeout too to dial something up, you know, and twice in – we didn't take the timeout on that one, but twice we've basically let the clock run down to put it into an unmanageable situation. Mm. And that's definitely on 40, that one, or those two rather. Um, other things from this game, Newly, let's quickly talk about Newly. It's a bit – it's gone just, ooh, just slightly. Yeah, just started started strong and gone. Mm, just kind of dropped to about, you know, 6,000 feet. Just a bit of a low altitude. Yeah, just I don't know what it is. He's just not confident in getting his shot up to the hoop. Mm. Um, I don't know. His shooting's dropped a little bit. Three points, you know, taking probably a little bit too far outside, not getting to his spots. One of three Bad. from three. It's I I I feel like he should play with a license that everyone should accept that if he gets the ball and can just go to the hoop, just do it. Yes. But he doesn't play like that. Like I watch him and I go, why didn't you just go to the hole there? Like he plays like, oh, I could get DJ open. Oh, I could get someone else open. Oh, I could, you know, like terminate my dribble turn and get someone open. It's just like, bro, like he, to me, I if I was coaching him, I'd just be going, every time you get the ball and you can offer catch, go, just go. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. if you can yeah. finish it, if you can't finish it, if you, you know, you end up two of 10 and they're all layup attempts. Like I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. it's part of that rhythm of flow that we had at the start of the year that was actually getting other guys spacing options and stuff like that. Yes, yeah. But that's kind of dried up as well. It's a bit of a worry, to be honest. I'm a little bit like, Ooh. who have we got this next round? Okay, yeah, yeah, enough. I've had enough of the salt. I mean, it, it look the, for me. I mean, New Zealand, New Zealand, but the Melbourne game. I think there was something there. There was like we could have won that. We and could beat this team. We can beat this. I mean, they are injury. They are disgusting. Yeah, true, Jack White. Yeah, and yeah, actually, yeah, you forget. I, I guess Golding was not in that team yet. No, they were destroyed by injury. So, but we should we should have won that game. Another game we should have won. Oh, well, Brutal. We, we got one point for the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> the points. How good are the points? And then I think we looked at the – I looked at the table and it was like now we're like fifth in the cup, you know, one game. And it's like, and you're now fifth. It's like, okay, sure. Oh no! I forgot to put the uh, put the games in. I'm gonna have to um, quickly just go and find them while you're talking. What else I've got? I'm just looking at my notes here. Uh, seriously, what the hell was that New Zealand game? Um, yeah, we've kind of got that as it is. Um, anything else? Yeah, you you just talk while I quickly get up this round eight. Here we go. Oh, there you go. It's right at the top. Beautiful. Sick. Um, um, so breakers bullets. Breakers. Ooh. No, no, sorry, 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 sorry. Bullets, bullets. Yeah, I was going to say, whoa. He's buzzing after that first game. <laughs> first win. Bullets, 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 bullets. Uh, Wildcats, Phoenix. Perth. Perth. I will also go Perth. Oh, it's a tough one. Phoenix, a little bit. Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, I'll go Perth. Uh, Taipans, Kings. Yeah, Kings. I'm off the types. They've, yeah, they've let me down too many times, man. Yeah. They're struggling, eh? Like, you're just in a way where you're like, what's going on with this team? It's a bit of a well, mess. Let's, let's talk about this this game quickly. Okay, yeah, sure. The, the types, Kings. I think Cam Oliver is just is sitting in space here. And it's, you know, they, they haven't really worked out they haven't really worked out that void DJ Newble played on the defensive end. And I think teams are just running up too many points from a guard perspective. And you know, Scott Machado is a good player, but he's not a defensive powerhouse by any stretch of the means. Mm. And mm. you really, you've got your one, two guards kind of just defensively 
a little bit lacking and and it's it's all left up to kind of cam and and yeah it's you take that um you take that newble sort of that wing player out of there and suddenly machado and oliver are a little bit more exposed you know you can you can see in that team that machado oliver wasn't really the main part of what that team was doing offensively and even like even oliver feels a little bit like i'm not getting calls this year so i'm going to be a bit sean long and you know have a sook about it you know, I feel like I've, yeah. I've watched him a couple of times where things aren't going his way. He gets a bit sooky, you know, tries to dunk on people and might like, you know, start to dunk and then get yeah. more, even more upset. And the other thing too, like as we, we've, we've often said Casper doesn't get calls. I don't think Machado's yeah. getting anything either this year and nah. he loves to whinge about it too. Yeah. Uh, let's just go. All right. So you want to move on to Hawks yes. at, or Cup 36s? Oh, Hawks. Yeah. I'm quietly just off the Hawks. They've just let me down too. They're just losing no. games in odd ways as well. But yeah, the thir- the 36ers with Humpho out. It's gone. It's over. GG, no re. Uh, Perth versus the Bullets. I'm going to go to the Bullets on this one. Ooh. Ooh. I don't think Perth... Yeah, Perth are like a stringy team now, so I think they can't, they won't put games together like they have done in the past. I think Perth is just starting to turn a bit of a corner too. I think they're starting to learn how to play better without Cotton. Like Cotton doesn't have to be that magic 30 points a night, just will them through. I think they're starting to learn how to play a little bit better. Uh, Breakers versus United. United. (laughs) Breakers. What about that? that? Breakers Adelaide. What was that? <laughs> six points in the first quarter. We held them to six points and then they hold Adelaide to six points. What? What is going on? 36ers versus the types. Types. Yeah, I went types as well. I went United for Breakers United. And then Southeast Melbourne versus the Kings to finalize the round Saturday. What, really? Saturday? Oh, yeah, Saturday. Wednesday. Yeah, so Wednesday, Thursday. So t- two games Wednesday, two games Thursday, two games Friday, two games Saturday. Mm. I'm going to go the Kings. I'm going to have some faith. Yeah. I think that there's, there's, there's hope. I feel like we can beat this, what this Southeast Melbourne team is. I think, I don't necessarily think we have an answer matchup wise to Creek. Yeah. But I don't so, think Creek has really been that good this season. He's been a little bit disappointing. So we are sitting on five wins. We are. Actually, all the teams are either sitting on five or six wins, except United, which are sitting on nine. So we've played uh, the same amount. Yeah, it's all kind of, it's really kind of very banked at between two and seven is very, I mean, Perth has obviously played a lot less games, but um, yeah. You know know. what I, I forgot at the start, I wanted to touch on this. The double game weeks. I think is destroying players. Like I think some of these teams are struggling or some of these like sets of players are struggling with double game weeks, you know, cause we saw last yeah. week it was a double game week. And then was it the week before it was a double game week as well? Like to yeah, start the I cup. Think, yeah. That's the funny thing. Like you play the NBA and it's not, it's triple game weeks. Yeah. And it's quadruple game weeks. It's, it's just like, you play maybe sometimes three a week and then three and then two and then through two and then three. Whereas these guys are playing one a week basically over the last few seasons. Now they're going to two a week. I feel like that's kind of having an effect on some of these teams. I think it yeah, definitely has an effect on roster depth. Um, 
yeah. Champions League, Champions League. I yeah. just think it's yeah, it's um, it is tough, and I, I yeah, I also think it it is a bit hard having these double game weeks. Oh wait a minute, wait a minute! I missed missed one more. There's one more. Oh really? Yeah. Well, there's two more games actually. This Sunday they are playing on Sunday. So United Bullets. That's a three round, three game round for the Bullets. Ah, uh, yeah, and for the Wildcats too, who are also playing. Uh, I'm probably going to go United because that's a three game round for the Bullets. I think that's too much. <laughs> um, yeah. And- so United are playing once, twice, three times the Bullets. Uh, three times for the Bullets. And then Hawks will be playing the Wildcats to finish oh, no, that Wildcats. Wildcats. There you go. Yeah, Lucky Wild. I just quickly checked. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. You got Wildcats over the Hawks? Yeah, Wildcats. Jeez, they must be just pumping some games out. What is the schedule? There's so many play? games, man. That's what I mean. Like, I'm like, I, I, I look at these players and I'm thinking, man, some of them are like, two game weeks. Like, I'm not prepared for this. And there's been some up and down. Like, I, I think that's why the kind of why the Hawks are dying a little bit. Yeah. They've got a bit of a weird roster where it's not not filled with really, really kind of Iron Man style talent. Um, all right, so I'll just quickly fix that. Um, yeah, anything else about the Southeast Melbourne team? Well, I was talking about, yeah, Mitch Creek. I don't think we have an answer for Mitch Creek, but I don't think he has been that great. No. Um, and there are uh, who is their big? Like I know what he looks like. He kind of looks like Mooney, but he's not Mooney. Kind of looks a little bit like Mooney crossed with Frawling, the most disappointing big on earth. <laughs> uh, he's going to be the next NBA superstar, and now he's just eating pork sandwiches. Yeah, now he's just, you know, six and nine. Oh, we've got to do three, two, ones. What yeah, three, two, ones. Actually, I'm just, just checking through uh, Vetzel, Yanni Vetzel. I, I, yeah, I remember watching not- him in my European watching Eurobasket days. Um, yeah, it's not a great. It's not a great team, really. It's just, yeah, Kiefer Sykes is a good player. That's he's, the, he's good. He's a good player. And but he's small. And Adnan is a great offensive player and just terrible defensive player. And mm. if, you, if, if this team can put up 90 points, it's how they win, really. That's, is they just outscore other teams. Um, yeah, they lost to, to Adelaide 99-94. Yeah. Uh, February 23. Oh, yeah, that's, that's not long ago. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's look under the hood. I don't know if this Phoenix team is really that good. Like it's a, it's a well coached team. It's a nicely knitted together team. It's quite well balanced, but I think it's a team that can be exposed. But in terms of our team doing the exposure, like it's <laughs> like, I'm not going to bank on this Kings team at the moment with his depleted options to expose this team, but yeah. it's going to be an interesting game. Um, what also I saw Jarrell running today in the little, the little, um, stories that they put out on, I saw him like having a bit of a jog with his little knee thing. And I was like, wow, like, okay. I I thought he was still, you know, pretty injured, incapacitated. Yeah, no. You won't, you won't play though. I think it's, it's okay when you flex and extend, but I think any kind of twisting motion with an MCL sprain is just, is mm-hmm. a no go. So yeah, you just be keeping fitness and building strength. Uh, all right, and again, also shout out to everyone out there participating in the three to one MVP. Uh, make sure I'll, I'll, I've got the the artwork. I set it back up again, um, so I'll definitely put that out after every game. The more people participating, in that the better it is. The more uh, results, or the more accurate our accurate our results get. Um, so yeah, the first game against the Breakers, three to one for you. Jordy goes three for me. Yeah. Um, DJ two, Casper one. 
DJ Casper. Uh, I think I had DJ. I didn't actually have anyone in here, but DJ. Yeah, Casper. Yeah, DJ Casper. Molo was pretty good in that game, actually. A couple he of. He was. Um, yeah, he was. Couple of. You need to score the ball here, Craig. And he scored it. And you went, ah, cool. He scored the ball, Craig. Like, nice. Can, can you do that a bit more often? Thanks, mate. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes yeah. he gets the ball and you're just like, nothing's going to happen here. And then nothing happens and you're just like, okay. And sometimes he gets the ball, he scores it, and you go, oh, sweet. He scored it. That's good. And, and one. Sweet. Um, all right. And then against Melbourne. Uh, DJ. DJ. Big ballsy Bruce. Yep. And uh, where for one? I'll go DJ where Bruce. It just sucks, man, for Casper just to get us back in that game and make you just go, yes, 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 no. Oh, my God. What are you? Oh, everyone's going to hate him again. Oh, my God. Why? Why? Oh, brutal. Just brutal. Uh, and, yeah, that rounds up. Uh, we got... Are we like how far through the season are we? Do we know how many rounds this season is going to be yet? There's 162 games in total. How many have you played? Played? We've played 40 at the beginning of the last round. I think the Kings first Kings game against the Breakup was 40 games, so that was a quarter of the way through the season. So quarter. So we're still miles away from halfway doing our season half season review. I think we're 36 games played this year. If we start, if we keep getting like you know nine nine game weeks. We're yeah, going to we'll get just, to that milestone pretty quick. Yeah, that's. Um, I think there's going to be a slowdown after the cup and everything goes back to their own courts. But um, you, you never know. You never know, do you? Yeah, so it's just a reminder, at half season, we'll do a half season review where we kind of go through some of our um, stats and stuff like that and give you grade an indicator. Huh? Grade the players. Yeah, grade the players. Gradings, yep. Can't forget about that. And yeah, yeah let, let everyone know what our current three to one standings are we did that last season then we have the awards show at the end of the season we did when jt just ran away with it <laughs> there's no secret that jt and is clearly two, the, on the king's time two in runner-up is jt's ass <laughs> yeah jt's trunk because <laughs> no i think jt's trunk like won mvp <laughs> and you know the rest of him his arms and his scoring ability came in close second um, so yeah, I think that's kind of about it to discuss for round seven, round number eight on the way tomorrow. So tippers also get your tips in, uh, rebuilt the uh, table for that. So I'll definitely, uh, yeah, it was, it's these games come and thick and fast, man. It's killing the, uh, killing people. Like suddenly someone has a seven, seven game round and it's like, <laughs> and you are now top. It's like, what? Uh, so, yeah, get your tips in to the tippers out there. The tipping comp is closed, so we can't take any more tippers. I think it's too far into the season now. There are still four postponed games I've got on here. I wonder if they're going to just ice them or they're going to play them sometime. No, no, they'll, they'll play them. They'll you play reckon? Them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they'd need it for, like, revenue stuff as well. Correct, correct. All right, and as always, you can like and subscribe. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are, we're live at the moment on Facebook, so if you want to watch us, uh, you can watch us live on Facebook or watch us back on Facebook. Also on YouTube, we'll put these up as well uh, in video form. And then in audio form, if you want to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, any other network you would like us to try and put it on, send us a message and we'll try and do that for you. And as always, we will see you guys next time. On the King's Dime.